the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show and the Bill Bunkley Show. Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're doing all three this afternoon. We're simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and in Washington D.C. And wherever you are listening, it is my delight, my honor, my privilege to be your host this afternoon. I have one telephone number: eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven. 262-5483. Phone lines have really been busy today. Uh, we lost a caller, so I've got one phone line available if you want to grab it quickly at 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Next, we head to Maryland, and we talk to Love. Hi, Love. You're on Bobberty Live. Thank you for calling. Welcome. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? I am well. I am blessed. Thank you for asking. I'm blessed as well, and um, God bless you. I was just, um, I just had a comment about um, a conversation that you had with a previous caller mm-hmm. about creation. Yeah. And I'm just calling to ask your advice, and um, I was just looking something up, and it says that cremation is a destruction of property. So I was just wondering what your opinion was um, about that. Well, the the body is going to be destroyed, whether they're cremated or buried. This thing of embalming that we have here in America is very, very new in human history. Uh, I was in the uh, I was in the Philippines uh, about yeah, eight or nine years ago, and it's a long story, and I won't bore you with it, but. Uh, we found a whole group of children that were living in a cemetery, and uh, people that were that that died, their body was put in a burlap bag, and they were put into a vault in a cemetery. There was no closing; it was just wide open, and the body just deteriorated. Uh, and when the body turned into a skeleton, they pulled the bag out. And the family had to rent the vault until the body deteriorated, and then they took it out and rented it to somebody else. Uh, In ancient Israel, it was not unusual for a tomb to be used by several people. The body would be put into the tomb. When the body deteriorated and became a skeleton, they took the bones, put them into what was often called an ossuary, which was a bone box, and then the tomb was used for someone else. So the body, unless it's embalmed, and again, this is basically new, how the Egyptians did it, but most cultures bury their their loved ones and so forth, and the body just disintegrates. 
So whether it's cremation or traditional burial, the body is going to deteriorate anyway. Love, are you there? Okay. Yeah, yes, and thank you, thank you for the explanation, um, uh, Mr. Bob. Um, in the Philippines, they are um, they believe in Catholicism. Most of, the majority of the country, they're you know they're Catholics. And then you were talking about uh, um, Jewish tradition, but pertaining to Christianity, can you speak upon that? Well, I know I know nothing. I know no verse in the New Testament that prohibits cremation. None. I, I don't know of any. And as I said, the body, unless it is embalmed, which was ancient uh, Egypt or current in America and some of the rest of the world as well, the body is going to deteriorate, whether it's cremated or whether it's buried. Okay, I just know my, 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 my husband passed away, and I know that his wishes were that he did not, he, he loved Jesus and he did yeah. not want to be cremated. Then, and his then, family, uh, um, they tried to cremate him, but it was not, it was forbidden. It was not allowed. Okay, well, good for you. You, you upheld his wishes and, and my sympathy to you. I'm sorry that you lost your husband. I mean that sincerely. Uh, but you upheld his wishes, and I, I, good for you. Good for you. Love, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. God bless you. Again, it is preference or conviction. And burial and cremation, I cannot find. And to be really honest with you, I have a very strong preference for burial. So I would love to find a biblical prohibition for cremation. That would then affirm my preference and make it a conviction. But I can't find it. I can't find it. So I have to admit, for me, it's a preference. All right, back to the phones. Next up, we have Mike in Northwest Columbus, Ohio. Mike, you're up next. Welcome. Thanks so much for calling. Hi, Bob. How are you doing today? I am well. Thank you. Uh, Yesterday you mentioned something about uh, unemployment fraud, over $150 billion when Trump was president. You mentioned that towards the end of the show. Yeah, the the COVID, uh, I had it in front of me yesterday, the COVID emergency relief, uh, whatever. It was billions of dollars. If it's if it's unemployment, unemployment fraud, the unemployment is handled by the states. The federal government may have given them more money, but the states are supposed to distribute that. So, well, it is it is controlled by the state, but there are federal regulations as to how that there were federal regulations as to how that money was spent. It wasn't just handed over willy nilly to the states. Uh, it was a I'd, I'd have to read the law again, and admittedly, it's been quite a while. But my point was the enormous amount of money that threw us deeper and deeper into debt came under Trump. Now, I was a strong Trump supporter, but I think that was one big mistake that he made because the legislation was passed so quickly 
that there were very few safeguards, either on the federal level or on the state level. And because of that, billions and billions of dollars in fraud occurred. I know in Ohio, there's a lot of unemployment fraud at the state level, which usually distributes the unemployment. I think the one of the directors of that bureau resigned because of the massive yes, fraud. Yes, you are, you are correct. You are correct. All right, Mike, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and again, what I brought out yesterday was not to knock Trump or attack Trump. I was a very strong supporter when he was president. But he wasn't perfect. I think he made some mistakes. And under Trump, the national debt increased dramatically. Well, we had a once in a hundred year pandemic. True. That is true as well. Uh, it's complicated, but I. Uh, the big spending, we cannot lay big spending only at the feet of the Democrats or Joe Biden. Uh, there's quite a bit of it among the Republicans as well. And, uh, and again, this is not attack Donald Trump day. Honestly, honestly, it is not. But I still stand by what I believe Donald Trump was not a conservative. He's a pragmatist and a populist. But he's not really a conservative. If you look at his life and his record, there are many times his principles were not conservative at all. When he was running for president, he determined to run on a certain platform, and that was a conservative platform, because that's the only way he could get elected. And that's why I have said consistently I don't believe he is a man of conviction. I don't think that most of the things he does are because he has deep, deep, deep convictions. He does things because he knows they work. And you know what? Most of them did. But to say that he everything he does, or even most of the things he does, is out of deep personal conviction. I don't think that's the case. He's a pragmatist. And he does things because he believes that they work. And fortunately, most of the things he did, did work. Not everything. Not everything. So in other words, all right, let's take a break. Uh, I've got empty phone lines. My goodness, I think this is the first time in quite some time there hasn't been someone holding. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll have about 10 minutes. Plenty of time to get to your phone call if, if you call now. 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back. This is Bob Bernie Live. Yeah, we move into the uh, final segment of the day today on Bob Bernie Live. 
The Don Crow Show and the Bill Bunkley Show. Telephone number 877-BOB-LIVE. Very quickly, I'm going to go to Byron in Maryland, but uh, I usually wait till the very end of the program, but sometimes I don't do real well on time management, so I just I want to say this now. I try to say this every Friday. Folks, this Sunday, being a good Bible-believing church. Now, let me go out on a limb and say something really radical. I don't believe you can be in the center of God's will and not be a part of a good, Bible-believing, local church. Now, if you're a shut-in, it is physically impossible for you to go. I understand that far more important God understands. But God has established the local church as his primary means, method of reaching the world And uh, Scripture is pretty clear. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Now, if you're in a liberal, Bible-denying church, hey, make this weekend the weekend you begin looking for a Bible-believing church. Do that. There are many, many. They're all over Florida. They're all over Washington, D.C., and Maryland, and Virginia. They're all over the state of Ohio. Different worship styles, youth program. Get into a good Bible-believing church. Be there this Sunday. Be active. Be involved. I think that's what God desires for all of us. All right. Uh, Back to the phones. Byron in Fort Meade, Maryland. Hey, Byron, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome, and thank you so much for calling. Hey, Bob. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Byron, it is my pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you for calling. Well, sir, uh, first of all, I'm your Wolverine friend uh, from Detroit. I, I know you. I, would, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Yeah, I recognize your voice. And I'm just That's sitting cool. here, Lord, please, please don't let him even mention that. That state north of Ohio. <laughs> right. But listen, I, I got to tell you, for, to be a Buckeye, man, you're all right with me. You're, all right. You're so, on, you're, you're so on point with all the things you talk about. First of all, being in a Bible-believing church, I'll say yes and amen. And thank God I, I belong to a Bible-believing church. And I certainly try not to miss a Sunday. Amen. I, good for you. Very good so far. But, but in, regard, in regard, regards to... um. Politics and politicians, I'm just as you. Listen, I voted um, for uh, President Trump. I mean, he didn't do everything right, but he did a lot better than I think a lot of people, you know, give him credit for. He did. Being, yeah. He was, you know, much, he was a much better president than I expected him to be. Yeah, you know, I'm a, you know I, I'm a military guy, and when we talk about it, it was kind of embarrassing some of the things that, you know, the way he was carry himself as far as, I mean, certainly not yeah. always diplomatically or what have you, but yeah. some of his policies, and I don't necessarily give him full credit for all of, all of the decisions that were made. He did, you know, first of all, before I even say that, I have, I have issues with any lifetime politicians because you'll say anything just to get reelected, but then when the rubber meets the road, you're going to do 
you know, whatever it takes for you to stay in. You're not yeah. necessarily going to be, you know, carrying out the will of the people. And that's yeah. unfortunate. But I'm, I also believe, I don't get all twisted up about it because I always, you know, believe, hey, God is in control. And like you said, he, he can use whoever he chooses to use. It's not always the best and the brightest or whatever to, to you know, to, um, you know, con- um, to um, accomplish his will. And that's what we all have to, you know, be behind. Amen. You, you pray, you still, you know, still, you know, pray for him and everything. So I'm so, um, so glad to hear somebody just say it straight. You know what I mean? None of us are perfect. You know, this guy had, you know, had an opportunity. And I tell you what, for all the people and all the opinions, I promise you, you wouldn't want that job. I mean, no, I, no, I, no. I, just, I agree. Just, ser- just serving in the- Serving in the military, knowing knowing the things at my level that go on is like, wow. I've said often, I would make a horrible president. I'd make a terrible politician. Hey, my brother, I'm going to forgive you for being a fan of the Wolverines, all right? Well, listen. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think that you would make a bad president. Because the bottom line is, if you have if you have sense enough to listen to your advisors, you know whatever your weakness is, that's the whole purpose. You know. Of yeah. You uh, I, by people. Well, we don't have to worry no, about no, it because no. because I'm not going to run. Hey, Brian, I got to uh, go. I'm going to try to get one more phone call in. Thank you. God bless you. We're going to go to Stevens City, Virginia, and we've got Kim on the line. Kim, I don't have a whole lot of time, but I wanted to get you on the air. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks, God, for taking my call. I just wanted to agree with you regarding Trump and his character and his lack of convictions in, in a lot of cases. But, um, and I, I'm going to take it to the American uh, people again and say, stop voting for the lesser of the two evils. Push better candidates forward, you know. Start looking for people of integrity. But anyway, we've lowered our standards is where I'm going. I, but, and, and I agree also, with you. And then also, I just want to say, yes, you need to be in a Bible-believing church, Fellowship of the Bible, Stephen City, Virginia, expository um, teaching, you know, we're going through the Bible, uh, chapter by chapter. Love it. So anyway, wonderful. Just throw that out there. Wonderful. So I'm going to s- I'm going to send your church a bill for the advertising, though. <laughs> All right, Kim. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for calling. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. It's been quite a day. Thank you for all the phone calls. Thank you to all of you who are listening. Thank you for giving me the privilege of being your host or your guest host today. All right. I'm going to say it again. Be in a good Bible-believing church this weekend. And please, wherever you go and whatever you do, always remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.